0: hey guys welcome back to truly wild today i want to take you on like a little journey because i had a moment i was reminiscing i've been going back through the old podcast episodes to clear out ones that maybe i don't resonate with anymore so we can replace them um since you know i started the podcast about three years ago so i've changed a lot and i found an episode that i did on my sexuality and you know being gay and like all of it and it's pride month and I just feel like why not like let's just bring this conversation back I'm very different now when I recorded that podcast I was reflecting on my and I don't even know if I can call it like a gay relationship or like my like what kind of relationship was it it was everything um reflecting on my lgbtq relationship that i was in for a long time i'm in a different place than i was when i recorded that episode so i wanted to come back talk to you guys now with who i am now and share a little bit for pride month to get you guys up to speed just so you know It's so funny. I love that we're in this space where we can do this, though. Um, I identify as a woman, obviously. I think it's pretty obvious. I still identify that way. Love my womanhood. So connected to that. My femininity and my connection to my divine feminine energy is just exploding in the phase of my life that I'm in. And even though it's Pride Month, I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about where I'm at in my relationships, like the type of relationships I'm currently pursuing, um, really beautiful, you guys, I'm healing so much with the masculine right now. So right now, I am not currently practicing my queerness or my gayness or my biness or my lesbianness, whatever you want to call it. I am currently in and pursuing really intimate and deep relationships with men. And it's so healing for me. I'm all smiley and happy. You guys, I can't tell you the full story right now. You'll know when it's the right time. But I feel that being pulled into the LGBTQ community was one of the most powerful parts of my spiritual journey because it brought me to this understanding of my sexuality and my connection to other people, but also just like awareness that pleasure and surrender and like desire come in so many forms and any person can fulfill those things for you. It doesn't need to be so cut and dry like oh, this is what society says is normal or whatever. And also, I was in a phase in my life where I was very damaged from being in such abusive relationships with men and Coming into the LGBTQ community, being loved and supported by different forms of energy, different dynamics, um, it awakened in me so much more. And now on the other side of what was between a six and a seven year relationship with someone who identifies as trans, um, not so much that he identifies as trans, although he is in the process of transitioning. He goes by he him, and during the course of my relationship, which some some of you guys are you know aware, um, the beginning of my relationship, the person's pronouns were she and they were identifying as a woman. So what's really crazy to me when I look back is just that like, you know, it wasn't like any other regular relationship. I was in a relationship with a woman. Then I was in a relationship with someone who had not you know. Solidified their identity. So they were going by non binary for a while. And then they settled into, you know, very strongly their masculine and going by he, him. And then I was in a relationship with a man. So I had a girlfriend, then I had a partner, and then I had a boyfriend all in one relationship over the span of six to seven years. And while everyone's journey is so important, And what that person that I was in a relationship with has gone through, has been very trying for them in their life. I struggled too because I was in so many different dynamics within one relationship and it taught me a lot about myself. And I want to tell you guys a little little thing here because this will really beautifully lead into the types of relationships that I'm in right now with men is when... The person that I was with, my ex, was, you know, really deciding, okay, I want people to call me by these pronouns. I'm going by he, him. And I'm extremely respectful. I had no problem with it. You know, I have seen him as a guy since I met him. His masculine energy was what attracted me to him. So to me, this was nothing new. I saw this coming and I was cool with it, but my trauma wasn't. And we had a little bit of a hiccup where I was struggling to call him my boyfriend. I could use the he, him pronouns, I could do all of that. But telling people, this is my boyfriend, it was so hard to get those words out of me. Did it have anything to do with him? Did it have anything to do with feeling like he wasn't the man in the relationship? No, it had nothing to do with that. And I quickly realized, and I had brought this to him at the time, the last time I called someone my boyfriend, They were abusing me. Having a boyfriend isn't safe. At least my body doesn't think so, which is why having a girlfriend works way better for me. And it was almost instantaneous that once I had said this out loud, it got rid of it. And I was able to be like, wow, that's crazy stuff. Like this whole time, a part of you has been running for your fear that men are gonna hurt you again. And I just surrendered to it, and I was like, you know what? This is the first step. I remember back then, this was years ago, you guys. This is like maybe almost three years ago. I was like, this is step one. This is me stepping through the door of starting to heal my relationship with the masculine, like with men. Oh my God. Whether that's men who are trans or men who are cis, doesn't matter. Healing my connection to men. Fast forward now, where I'm in intimate connections with men, <laughs> cis men. Um, I realized that it was so necessary for me to be in that relationship, in an LGBTQ re- relationship, where I experienced that it doesn't matter biologically who the person is. Masculine energy can be extremely abusive and toxic and aggressive or it can be very protective and very nurturing and very loving and it was not about the person or their identity or biologically how they were born it's about what I am willing to accept and receive based on what I believe I can have and what I want to call in and I look at where I'm being met now by the men in my life, and more specifically, there's one man in my life. And I'm just blown away by the fact that I have gone on this journey of, oh, it's so beautiful, you guys. Like, it makes me emotional thinking about it. The LGBTQ community and that relationship was my bridge to healing all of the abuse I've been through with men in my entire life. Um, It was the middle ground. It was like, the little stepping stone right in the middle, because I, I look at my life as a whole, like my relationships. And I'm like, okay, when I was young, I had all of these physically, physically abusive, psychologically damaging relationships with cis men. Then I have this bridge, which is like literally the fucking rainbow bridge. You guys, of um, being thrown into the LGBTQ community, experiencing all of it, Falling so in love and learning so much, but realizing even in this type of relationship with someone who is not a cis male, however, does identify as a man, there can still be toxic masculinity. There can still be abusive tendencies. There can still be lack of emotional intelligence. There can still be imbalance. There can still be lashing out. There can still be lack of protection, lack of guidance, You know, lack of showing up with compassion for the woman. And then seeing it come full circle to now, I'm on the other side of this bridge. Don't get me wrong, I still identify being so gay, okay? <laughs> but being on the other side of this LGBTQ relationship and being with other men, cis men, I'm like, holy shit. If I would've known that like, the exploration of myself and my sexuality would've brought me to this place where I have such unconditional compassion For men. For the masculine. I see him now. I get it now. And it never had anything to do with me. These are his wounds. This is his stuff he needs to heal. And by my embodiment. You guys this is what I I want you to know most certainly. My embodiment of my own personal love. And self-respect and power. That's what has made these men. Treat me this way. And see me this way. Because before I didn't have that. Before my. I ideologies around relationships were that women show up to be whatever men need from them my ideologies were that we show up to serve like our partner and like they can do whatever but you know the women are the ones who have to hold the shit together no and this embodiment of that sacred feminine who just knows She's so grounded. You cannot draw in unhealed men. It's like, I've tried this over and over, you guys. It's not even possible anymore. Like, all of them. Of course, everybody still has their shit, but like, the reverence, the love, the compassion, the the calmness, like, it it, it blows my fucking mind. And this is why I just want to remind you, in the, you know, sake of it being Pride Month, it does not matter who you love. It does not matter how many times you change what you love. You're going to love the type of people that are going to awaken the right things in you and bring you back to yourself. My relationship with C, that changed so much of my life and so much of myself. Would I be here today with the men that are in my life if I didn't go through that? No, would I know that I can love anyone of any sexual like orientation without that relationship? I wouldn't have known that. Would I have met myself this deeply with self-love and compassion so that other people can show up for me like this in my intimate connections now? No, I wouldn't. And so I have had to take a step back and be like, you know what? This is now a new phase. It's okay that I'm not showing how bi and gay i am right now if that's not what's speaking to me right now then fine like don't get me wrong i still find every <laughs> i still find every type of you know person like attractive okay that's never gonna change but like what does my soul's evolution need and when you when you look at relationships in that way of like they call us forward into more embodiment of ourself you realize like the phases are gonna ebb and flow So like, yeah, right now I might be playing a few of my straight cards. Like, yeah, but don't get me wrong. I will be, (laughs) I will be with a man and still have a thing for sexy ass women. That's not going to change. But I love where I'm at and I love that I'm healing my relationship dynamics with each side, the feminine and the masculine. I personally recommend if you're a woman and you're listening to this, every woman should have a relationship with another woman at some point in her life. (laughs) That is like my advice for all of you. You need to do that. It is so healing. It is so activating. It teaches you so much about yourself. The last thing I want to talk about, I feel in the spiritual community has been discussed quite a bit and I don't agree or like the stance that people are seemingly taking on this. And so I'm really excited to like blow that negative shit up and drop in a really beautiful and really resonant piece from my perspective in regards to the LGBTQ community and why these kinds of souls are here. I've seen and heard a lot lately about how Some people feel that the LGBTQ community is a stripping of our gender identity so that we have nothing to identify with and therefore lose the concept of self entirely. And this shit is funny to me because I, and this makes me like emotional because I'm so grateful for these experiences, you guys. I absolutely invaluable and I didn't know what I was experiencing until later but holy shit when I was younger and I used to do makeup I you guys know I was like the glitter queen I used to do the capital pride opening parties I used to work for Smirnoff vodka and put glitter on people in gay clubs at night for hours I would cover people thousands of people a night sometimes in glitter in the Smithsonian Museum in Washington DC I had the coolest job every kind of person, every just like, oh my God. And I I just think back to some of the faces of the people that I literally got to put glitter on and and just see them light up and know that like I helped them celebrate themselves. Oh, it just like makes me want to fucking cry. I will literally cherish those memories for the rest of my fucking life, man. Um, but having that firsthand-like experience in seeing literally thousands of different people over the years at these events, personally meeting them. And having this new understanding, like that I'm hearing, people think that we're being stripped of who we actually are with this LGBTQ mu- movement and like, blah blah. Are you fucking kidding me? These souls, these people, us. In this community, we're activating the highest frequency the planet has ever fucking seen. I have chills. We are, and this is my personal belief, and I'll be damned if anyone argues with me about this. Oh, there's a hummingbird outside. That's Mimi, my grandma. Oh, I love when she comes to show up for my podcast. Um, We, and people like us, have come here to embody literal embodiment of the duality of the masculine and feminine, blurring the lines so that there's more flow, which everything is energy, you guys. There is no other explanation for why this many people feel called to embody everything, to be both, to be literally, expressively wearing both types of clothing, makeup, no makeup, being so vastly on each side of the spectrum or scale between the feminine and the masculine dance. There is a reason for it. If we need yin and yang energy to be in harmony, to be master manifestors, what better way than to be sent a wave of magical souls who come down to live this embodiment in full color? Please tell me. How anyone could possibly fucking miss this giant memo that's like, oh yeah, you want to be your best self. You want to have everything you've ever wanted. You want real happiness. Embody every part of it. Embody every dynamic. Move towards everything you're called to. Like wear the fucking glitter, but also like do this, do that, like do everything. And it is crazy to me that anyone could think that people from the LGBTQ plus community are here for any other purpose than to rapidly raise the frequency of this planet. They are the most aware, the most embodied, the most authentic, the most vibrant. The, just It blows me away. The level of Embodiment that, huh, that they have. And I say they because I feel like even though I'm in this community, there are some of y'all that just like you're the shit. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. They are the light workers of this period of enlightenment. They are what raise the frequency of this planet. They are what show us how to live the dynamic. Between yin and yang, masculine and feminine. Like, they are the sacred souls who came here to heal the planet. I have nothing else to say about it. (laughs) Um, So if anyone wants to fucking argue with you about how you're too much. (laughs) They're absolutely right. And the problem with them is that they're too little. (laughs) Uh, I love you guys so much. I love that we are so driven by love. And that to me speaks more than anything. Every person in this community is driven by fucking love. And that is what this universe is made of. So anybody that argues that fact that we don't come from a place of love, they haven't met themselves with love yet. They don't know how to recognize it. And I just want to challenge you to really honor and respect yourself, especially this month. Do what you feel called. Do what's best for you. And know that your energy is some of the most potent on this planet. And it's here for a reason. So share it and give it wisely to places and people that you receive it back. Because it is literally the medicine for this planet. So be mindful, um, be you as always, and um, I love you all. Happy Pride Month, guys. I hope you just have the best, best, best month ever. Stay truly wild.